From the Library of Maria Menounos, this is Book Circle Online, featuring in-depth discussion, insight, news, and commentary on all the world's leading book titles and their authors. And now, Book Circle Online. Hey guys, I'm Jeffrey Masters, and this is another episode of Book Circle Online. I'm here with Ween Richards. He writes about creating and celebrating great fathers, and his new book is called Daddy Doing Work. Thank you for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure being here, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. I love that you wrote about that. Uh, you wrote this like selfishly to ensure that your fa- uh, kids have a better chance of marrying great fathers. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, that's like the overall main reason is that I want my kids to find the greatest dads right. to marry. I have two little girls. But I also want to ensure that we celebrate the great dads of the world who are doing the right thing. But I did it in a different way. I actually wrote it for women as opposed to for men. Right. So every book out there for fathers are written by fathers for fathers. But it doesn't talk about that other part of the equation, sometimes women, who play a role in evolving fatherhood. Right. And I know you wrote, like, why you directed towards women, but can you, like, explain it to us here? Yeah. I just think that it's so important that women understand the different types of men that they partner with. And using my lexicon, there's three of them. Every single man who's ever fathered a baby falls into one of three categories. You have your daddy doing nothing. Right. He's a deadbeat, loser, guy who has no interest in being a father. And I wrote that that section for women to let her know, like, hey, if you're with this guy, why are you with this guy? Because that guy does not exist unless women enable him to exist in a household. So if a woman is working so hard at her job and bringing in money and doing all the parenting, she might look like, well, is this guy being the best male role model that I need him to be? for my kids and if that's the case she should maybe skate out if she can you know it's not the easiest thing in the world to do i definitely recognize that but you have to do what's best for your kids that's the first guy yeah second guy is a daddy doing something he's the guy who works a full-time job really good work ethic really strong work brings a lot of money into the family but when he gets home yeah he's not changing diapers he's not giving baths he's not reading stories he's all about his job as a father is to bring home money and I'm here to tell women that that's not okay. I mean, that's just that just makes them a you know a living, breathing ATM machine. It doesn't make right. them a dad. So I want women to know that you are empowered to say demand more from your man than that. Right. And then a lot of those examples from the first two like ended in divorce or they're still doing it and unhappy. Yeah. Is like a, as a father going to change? I think a father will change. Sometimes in the second scenario, if he's a deadbeat, most likely he won't change. Right. And sometimes it just happened to be that way and you have to skate out and let him figure it out on his own. But the second guy, he may not know he's doing that. Or maybe he was raised in a family where dad was that way. And okay. he's like, you know what? My dad was this way, but I need to evolve to be better myself. But sometimes they need a nudge from their female partner to tell them how to be better and right. how to improve. The final guy is the daddy doing work. He's a guy who takes fatherhood seriously, loves being a dad, all that good stuff. My issue with women there is that sometimes, unbeknownst to those women, they do things to demotivate those guys. So, or like what are you saying? Yeah, yes. For example, if a guy changes a diaper, mom is hawking over him, just making sure it's done correctly, or dad's getting the daughter dressed and like, well, why is she wearing that? Why are you putting her hair like that? And it's just really demotivating. And I've seen situations where men have lost their ability to, or lost their enthusiasm for fatherhood based on that. Or they said, you know what, this is so bad that I'm going to walk. I'm, we need to save our marriage right now because I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. I'm not, 
And I just want women to know, like, do not demotivate a man from being a good dad. If he's a good dad, let him <laughs> be a good dad. Don't get in the way totally. of Totally. Oh, so that's like the helicopter mom, like, focusing on the dad. Exactly, yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess, um, what I'm trying to say, it's like, I mean, the book is about, like, how to be, like, a more considerate person. Yeah. In general. Pretty much. Like, I parent mean, or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you just have to understand that if you're work, if you're partnering with someone, yeah. you want to make sure that's an equal partnership. Yeah. And parenting and there's a lot of great single parents in the world i mean without question but if you are partnering with someone to make sure that that partnership is equal and fair and balanced of course and that's really what i get that's the crux of my book because i see so many relationships where it's 80 percent mom 20 percent dad or and that's just not okay we need to get it where it's equal and then a few examples that the guys were great and then they like got kids and like became like bad partners. Yeah, there's sometimes when men become jealous of the attention that mom is giving to the baby because that attention used to go to him. Oh. And now and now he's like, "You know what? I almost resent this." And he tries to separate himself from that. My thing is the kid is the kid doesn't know what's going on. The kid was brought in this in this equation. Right, right. So you have as a couple, you need to find ways to foster your relationship and strengthen your relationship, strengthen your relationship in ways that may not, I mean, kids, kids get in the way sometimes of getting that loving time. I mean, let's just be real. It happens, but you have to find ways around that. That's just my point there. And then in your research, have you found ways to like identify the guy that might change? Like when the baby comes along, change for the negative. Yeah. Um, sometimes I've just seen it. I've seen it from my friends who just, when the guys have it all about them, for whatever reason it may be, yeah. they just have it all about them. They cannot take, they can't realize, like, once the baby comes, it's not about them. It It's all about the baby at that point. Yeah. And they have a hard time making that transition. I've just seen it a lot. But if the guy is selfless and understands that it's about the baby, then they usually transition pretty well. But if they're kind of like, hey, I go out to the bar every Tuesday night. I don't care if the baby's here. I still go to the bar every Tuesday night. Yeah, not it's not a good look. <laughs> All right, and then um, I know like the picture went viral. Oh yeah, it's, it's on your website. It's on our website um, of you doing your kids' hair in the yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah. And then that you said is just because we're like dumbfounded by good fathers. Still, I, I just think that it is. It's really tough, Jeff. I look at it and I think about. There's so many things about that picture that makes it a social interest story, human interest story. Yeah. There's the race. There's the multicultural kids. There's the fact that I'm a dad. It's just so many things come into play there that it makes it so, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I just want to get to the point where I could post a picture like that. It's like, oh good, it's just a dad being a dad. Right. Because if a mom did that, would that be news? Would we be no. talking about it? Of course not. Well, that was the shocking part that this was like front page news. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I posted it on a Tuesday and I'm a Katie Kirk's couch on a Thursday and I'm like, I mean, getting interviewed by the way. Of course. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Great. No scandal. Yeah. So, and I'm like, why is that happening? Because if a woman did that, that wouldn't be a big, that wouldn't be a big right. story, right? So we just have to get to the point. My job is to normalize fatherhood. Stop making the ordinary extraordinary. Right. That's, that's an ordinary day for me. I do that all the time, but we need to make it so it's not a big deal. And I think that is like, unfortunately like a new concept because like I could tell, I could feel something was like off about like that photo getting recognition, but I wasn't able to articulate that this is something that like moms do every day. Yeah. Oh, well, don't worry. Moms articulated to, to me. They let me know. They're like, listen, and they got mad. 
Because, like, why are you trying to get famous over something that we do every day? Like, whoa, 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 that's not exactly what happened. I mean, who sits in their room like, oh, let me twist my mustache coming up with the next viral sensation? Like, right. no one does that. I just posted a picture and walked away. Right, and when they do it, falls flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it got to the point where people were like, oh, my gosh, this guy tried to get famous over trying to, he's exploiting his kids. I'm like, no, 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 I just posted a picture of my kids. Right. I can't say what the media will and will not be interested in. But my point is it made my book really resonate because I realized like, you know what? This is the reason why we need to evolve fatherhood. This right here, this reaction, we need to make it so this picture comes out. It's like, it's not a big deal. Right. And you could tell in the book that you have like dealt with like backlash because you outline arguments. (laughs) I I get it every day. There's people who hate me. Oh, he's cocky. He's this. He thinks he's the bomb. He thinks he's this. I have I have haters in different languages, but it's cool though because <laughs> I know. And they, I mean, one person's emailing me in a language I don't even understand. I'm like, okay, right. I just I see all the exclamation points and the angry faces. Yeah. Like, he's probably not happy. The with comment me. sections are terrifying. Oh, anywhere, yeah. don't ever go there. Pause over negative. Yeah, but the thing is, is like I I get that now. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a difference, a positive difference. And if haters listen, Mother Teresa and Jesus had haters. Who am I? I'm a nobody. So if I'm getting haters, what? so you think you're the next Mother Teresa. Uh, yes, perfect. Put that, yes, okay. Mother, next Mother Teresa, next <laughs> Jesus. Yes, um, I was actually kind of like shocked about like the racist comments when you said, "Oh, mixed race marriage." I'd like go back to the picture, and I was like, "Oh yeah." I guess yeah. they are. I mean, it's like the Cheerios commercial where it's a cute, right. yeah, and people are like, "Oh my gosh," it's feeling racism at that. I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know there was a mixed kid or a mixed yeah." Kid. That in this day and age, there's always the, the mouth breathing Neanderthals are going to be. Racist. Yeah, I, I just guess that we live in Los Angeles, so I was yeah. kind of like shocked by it. Yeah, yeah, we don't live in Deep South or anything yeah. like that, so it's it's. I mean, those comments probably didn't come from people in LA. I don't know where they came no. from, but still, I get I get that. I get. I mean, here I am. Let's be real. The stereotype of black dads across America is not favorable. Right. So when they see a black man who's like, quote unquote, the face of modern fatherhood, it's like, what is this about? This guy. I mean, what am I going to see? Bigfoot next? I mean, a black guy taking care of his kids. And like, it's like, I get it. I yeah. Get, but if you let that stuff, if I let that stuff get to me, I would have quit a long time ago. Of course. Yeah. And, and, and even like point out that like modern media, like every commercial today has like the doofus dad and like the wife comes and saves the day. Yeah. With and, paper towels. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is that that's just not the case. I mean, we have more dads staying at home with their kids. We have more women that are crushing it in the corporate marketplace who decide to stay at work while dads stay at home. This is 2014, almost 2015 now. So it's a yeah. different it's a different landscape when it comes to parenting, and I like to see that we're we're evolving. It just mainstream media has to catch up uh, and yeah. stop, stop you know focusing on the doofus dad that you're referring to. Totally. How has um, gay marriage like evolved fatherhood? I think it has. I think it's great. I I am a really staunch Democrat, putting my politics out there, liberal who believes right. strongly in love. Two people are in love, gay, straight. How does that affect me? It does not affect me. The thing that hurts me what I see is like the changing table situation in men's restrooms. I see two gay dads go out and with their kid and they have no changing table in the men's restroom. What do they do? I've had that happen when I'm out oh, really? by myself. But I think that because gay marriage is getting, is, you know, starting to become legalized across the country and more gay dads are um, adopting children, it's great to see that, that more people are like, you know, we need to accommodate these dads when they're out with their children. 
I don't think that really happened before, maybe five, ten years ago. It wasn't really, gay dads weren't really thought of in the mainstream. I think now they are becoming more mainstream because there's more of them. Yeah, and then even, like, two women in relationships, it's like, I, there's no, like, the father relationship. Like, it still, like, uh, changes, like, parent dynamics. Yeah, yeah. And parenting. I, yeah. I just, I'm in favor of love. I'm on team love. So, I mean, I'm in favor of gay marriage. I'm in favor of anyone who wants to raise their children to be the best children or adults they can be eventually. So. Right. And then um, speaking of like some gender biases, is I, you like touched a little bit on that? Is being a good father like not considered masculine? No, not anymore. Not anymore. It, it used to not be back in the day. Like when I was in high school, I mean that dad was like the one who would carry their kid in a baby carrier. Like oh gosh, look at him, look at him. You know, oh, like, people would sneer. But now people are understanding like that. There's nothing more masculine or cooler than being a good dad. I mean, right now that I mean. If you just look at women right now, overall, you ask them what makes a man sexy, and I think a good dad is sexy. Most women love, if they're married to a good man, yeah. they're like, you know what, what makes him sexy is seeing him play with my daughter, seeing him do my daughter's hair, or playing trucks with my son, and all that stuff. That's what's sexy. Totally. And I think that's what makes a masculine man in this day and age. The whole, oh, I'm a tough guy, I can bench 250 pounds, really? You know, can you change a diaper? Right. <laughs> That's what most women are asking. Can you support your family? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, women also, like, primarily, like, are by majority of books. Does that, like, influence you writing it towards them? No, actually. Okay. And, 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 and I mean, that's a very good question. I wrote it because there's no other book like this. I mean, every book is written by dads for dads, but there's no book that talks about women and the role that they play. Okay. So it was a void that I had to fill in the marketplace. Someone told me is that if someone asks you five questions... And if someone, well, let me get this right. Someone asks you five questions and you have the answer to that question. The same question five times, sorry. Someone asks you the same question five times. Yeah. And you have the answer to it. Then you have a book. Someone talked about, well, so what, how do you think women play in the What role do they play? What role do women play? What role do women play? What role do women play? And I was like, I have an answer. So I was like, wait a second. That's a void in the marketplace. I have to fill it. Yeah. So that's exactly what I did. And you did emphasize like it's a team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very Total much. Total team effort. What about your um, blog readers? Are they like one gender at all? Mostly female. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably say 80, 45% are female. Oh, wow. That might just be like that, like outlet, you know? Yeah. I mean, and I think that a lot of times when it comes to reading stuff online, I mean, just stereotypically speaking, a lot of women go for what they identify with. A lot of women identify themselves with being moms. A lot of men may identify themselves with being dads, but they also identify themselves with loving sports or they're going to entertainment or doing stuff like that. Oh, so when they're, right. they're going to different sports website, lifestyle websites. So they may not go to a dad blog per se. Okay. Um, and I just see that a lot quite often, but yeah, most of my followers are female. Wow. Um, and then they are very like open and like willing to share like incredibly personal oh, details. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Very, very personal. That was very shocking. Personal. Yeah. What do, what do you think they like relate to in you? I think that they see either the dad that they wish they had sure. or I'm the guy who's just like their husband or their dad. So, so yeah, so I'm either the guy, the husband that they wish they had or the dad they wish they had, or they see like, you know what? This guy is a great dad, just like my husband. He's just like my husband or he's just like my dad. So I relate to him. Okay. It's usually one of those two things because that's usually the feedback that I get. Oh, I gotcha. How much of... Like mothers and fathers goes to like just like uh, like base human genetics. I'm thinking about like as kids, like you were saying, that like kids want to be like professionals, uh, sons. They don't want to be like a father, mm-hmm. but women want to be mothers. 
there's probably some genetics there, but I think it's more of a nurture than nature type of a thing. Oh, something that they've learned already. That they've learned. I mean, I think my my standpoint is when I was brought up, my dad was really an evolved father. So I grew up thinking, you know what? I do want to be a dad someday. Although... It, oh, because you saw him enjoying it. I saw him enjoying it. I went through a phase probably in my early, late 20s, early 30s where I didn't want to be a dad because it was really selfish, to be honest. But then I went back to becoming, to wanting to be a dad. But re- okay. when I was really young, I did want to be a dad. Okay. Because I guess I was thinking too about like psychiatrists. They say that women want to talk about relationships and men want to talk about their work. Mm-hmm. I get. Yeah, that's how men identify themselves. Like it's not what they do. Hey, they introduce themselves. Hey, I'm an accountant. Hey, I'm a lawyer. Yeah, hey, that's I'm a doctor. Huge. Yeah. Oh, wow, wow, wow. So it's just like base human function yeah. versus what we've learned. Yeah, exactly. So we're trying to get past that where it's like, you know what, I'm a dad first. Yeah. That's kind of where we're going. Totally. Good for you for letting your daughter be Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, she was. <laughs> she was Spider-Man last year. Now she's a friendly ghost for Halloween. It's really, it's really Okay. Cute. But I'm going to be DJ Langs Rock from uh, Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> About as orange, more orange than your book circle online. Okay. Was that her closer. idea? That was her idea. Okay, so I guess the youngest one isn't old enough to pick yet. No, she's going to be a pumpkin. Okay. A lot of orange going on. Oh, yeah. a lot well, I'm getting a ghost. It's exactly. very classic. Exactly. Very classic. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Um, and so what is coming up after the book? And you're like ending the tour, right? Yeah, the tour is pretty much wrapped up. I'm working on my second book um, and some other projects that are Char. coming up that are, I wish I could talk about, but are, they're really, really exciting. They're taking fruition. There's two really big things going to be happening probably cool. in early 2015. That once it happens, I will be back to talk about. Awesome. Um, Are you able to talk about the second book at all? Not right now. Okay. <laughs> I was told I was told not to as much as I would love to. But yeah, I, second book is on the way. Other two big projects. So there's a lot of things happening. The brand is growing exponentially, and I'm really happy to be a part of it. All right, cool. And until then, you're still like writing on Daddy doing work. Oh yeah, I blog every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, I, you know, I'm trying to get more guest bloggers to come on to share sure. their experiences and. Yeah, I just feel great. And for the people around the holiday time, if they want to pick up a really good book, this is the book to pick up, I'm telling you. Totally. I was reading a lot of your content on, like, HuffPo, too. Yeah, yeah. I write for Huffington Post. I write for Huffington Post, Today, Parents, Ask Men, Good Men Project, and Parents Magazine. Okay. How much do you think the, like, fatherhood has been evolving? Like, is it that becoming, like, a fast thing? I know you've been blogging for, like, two or three years. Oh, yeah. It's definitely, it's really accelerating. Um, even from when I started, like, two years ago, it's really accelerated from the point where, oh, you know, only guys, guys shouldn't be changing diapers. So, like, you know, I do change diapers. And I really, you know, most guys are coming up to me and say, hey, you know what, dude? I really appreciate what you're doing because I'm just like you. And that's where I feel like this is cool. Like dads are starting to identify with me. Yeah. And I think it's an awesome, awesome experience. Okay. That's so cool. All right. Well, thank you for doing this. This was so much fun. Oh, it was a pleasure. And you've awesome. got a babysitter. I'll let you get back. I know. Yeah, I got to take care of my kid. She's, I just got to take care of my kids now. I got to be a dad. Good. All right, everybody. You can find this on iTunes, on YouTube, on our website at Book Circle Online. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. From managing editor Jason Squamata, executive producers Maria Menunos, Phil Svitek, and Kevin Undergaro, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Book Circle Online. For more discussion, go to bookcircleonline.com. And if you have comments, questions, or book title suggestions, write us at info at bookcircleonline.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this is Book Circle Online. BCO, join the circle.